0: hey bankless nation welcome to another episode of state of the nation we're talking today about scaling ethereum with the polygon zk evm that was just announced today david couldn't make it for this episode so i am solo with mahalo and jordy from the polygon zk evm project really excited to dive into this conversation a few things we're talking about of course as we said before this is zk evm season we had zk sync on friday Today, the Polygon ZK EVM is now out, so we talk about it. As we get into this episode, we're about to discuss what just dropped today, so what you can use today. We discuss ZK rollups versus optimistic rollups, which ones are better and for what purposes. We also discuss what happens to the Polygon proof of stake chain. We discuss the new frontiers and opportunities that this unlocks. And of course, we talk about the future of thematic token. One disclosure before we get in, I am an advisor of the Polygon project, been supportive of this project for a long time and excited to see what they're doing here. Okay, guys, we're going to get right to the episode with Polygon, but before we do, I want to thank the sponsors that made this episode possible, including Bankless Nation. I'm super excited to introduce you yet again to Mahalo, who is the co-founder of Polygon, and also Jordi, who is the technical lead for Polygon Hermes, otherwise known as the Polygon ZK EVM. Jordy, Mahalo, how are you guys doing today?
1: Hey, Ryan. Very good.
0: Very good. you guys just dropped something big we got some news let's start there what just happened the polygon zk evm what just
2: hit us I'm gonna hand it over to Jordi first because he's the one who's created this amazing technology so let him start and maybe I can add something
1: well uh many is uh, it's a milestone so this is a milestone for scaling ethereum that's what's uh happening so uh, if we go two years ago, scaling Ethereum was, uh, I mean, nobody, so nobody knew how to do it. Actually it was two years ago, uh, after a blog from Vitalik that, uh, people started realize how to do that. And then we started with rollups and start talking about, uh, optimistic rollups, ZK rollups, and especially in the ZK, then, uh, we started to build, uh. I mean, only payments for but the, the, the big challenge here was to do a ZKVM. So an Ethereum compatible. So something that works exactly the same that Ethereum, but scales, okay, which is what means scaling Ethereum. And here is where the challenge started. And, uh, well, we started that two years ago, uh, not even two years ago and has been, a I mean, a long trip. In, in, it's a short trip, maybe in time, but it's a long trip in, 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 in engineering, in, in, in going deep, in solving problems and in, in figuring out how to do this, uh, how to bring this technology practical, practical. And today is, I mean, it's, it's not the end of the road. It's a milestone, but just putting this, putting this technology, creating the system, and making it uh available in the real system in 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 mainnet this is really it's really important it's really an important achievement and this is what's happening i mean this is what's happening today and this is why we believe this is an important moment for the, the for the ethereum community
0: so this is an important moment for ethereum because we've been on the quest uh in crypto to basically scale our trustless technology to scale ethereum for the past what eight years? I mean, since the inception, since Ethereum's birthday, it's been a long time. And before that, we were even trying to scale Bitcoin. And now uh, we've come this far. We've got this new technology called uh, ZK technology. We've built an EVM around it so we we can have uh, ZK layer twos that are programmable. And what just launched, as I understand it, is the Polygon ZK EVM. And when you guys say launched, Do you mean on mainnet? Is this available for users? Mahalo, what just launched this morning? What can people go do right now?
2: Yes, it's a great question. And it's important to state that this is an actual mainnet, right? So we have been running ZKVM on testnet for months already with very good results. We learned a lot. We have more than, I believe, 7,000 applications and smart contracts deployed, thousands of transactions and thousands of users have already tried testnet with, with test assets, right? We are now hitting the mainnet. It's the actual mainnet and we are fulfilling, I would say, or ticking all the checkbox that you would normally expect from from a full blown mainnet so these are real world real actual assets bridged from layer 1 uh, the zkvm is full featured we have multiple external and internal audits uh, prover is running all code is visible and uh, with the permissive uh, open source license. So basically, it's a full-featured, complete, full-blown mainnet, I would say. Uh, um, it's important to state, and Jordi can add to that, this is a mainnet beta. And this is a very, very complex, bleeding-edge technology. For us, it's very important in this moment. We are incredibly excited and incredibly proud that we have been able to ship this Uh, uh, this bleeding technology. And as you probably know, and many people familiar with the matter know that um, estimates for that, it's going to take three to five years probably to ship this technology. And even then it was uncertain whether it's going to be practical. uh, What will be the computational requirements? Will we need data centers to run these provers? How everything will turn out? Uh, We're very, very excited and very happy that we have, full-featured mainnet with very, very practical prover. We have been running prover. The whole testnet basically is running. uh, The prover is running on regular AWS instances that are costing us, I believe, around $2 per hour. So this is really, really practical technology. And uh, we are very happy about all of this. But all that being said, we really want to advise caution uh, uh, to users of the mainnet. This is bleeding edge technology. This has never been shipped. Polygon is the first one to put this into production now. We're excited about that. But users should be mindful when bridging especially larger amounts of of assets to mainnet. So that's something that is very important for us to communicate. Every code, every complex code needs some time to mature. And this technology will certainly need some months to become really battle-tested and proven. So, yeah, I want to I want to definitely review.
0: emphasize that guys and we'll have a, a time to discuss sort of security but when Mahalo says bleeding edge bleeding means you can get cut right and so um you know be be cautious as we enter here we'll talk about security the status now and and where you want to evolve that to and how it becomes safer in that that trajectory um but before we do let's talk about a user and what they can experience on Polygon ZK EVM right now. And just to refresh people, Mahalo is absolutely right. I, You know, been in the space, since like couple, we've been talking about the uh, the holy grail of the ZK EVM for a while. So we have some ZK technology that allows us to do sort of simple transaction based kind of back and forth Bitcoin type of things. Um, but we haven't had the technology previously to create a general purpose uh, EVM, which is, the programmability that Ethereum brings to the market. And now we have that and that's ahead of schedule. I want to emphasize that. I mean, two years ago, like the crypto world was saying, I don't know, this is five years away. Can it even be done? Is it 10 years away? And now we're here. So that's why this is so monumental, but let's get back to kind of the, the users for a second. Our analogy at bankless for a new layer two that opens is we got a theme park. Everyone's in line at the theme park, the gates open. You can go start to use the rides. Now, right now, they may be dangerous rides. You might have a roller coaster that kind of, you know, is tossing people off, people getting getting jostled around a little bit. All right, so there's some danger. But tell us about the rides. What can people do when they, um, you know, enter the gates of the theme park today? Do I just go and I set my MetaMask, you know, RPC to uh, Polygon, ZK, EVM, and then I can start using apps? What 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 are the apps like? What's the user experience like? Is this just like the Polygon proof-of-stake network. Uh, Can you tell us about that first, Mahalo?
2: Yeah, very happy to to answer that. The great thing about ZKVM and why, let's just take a little one step back and explain why uh, ZKVM has been considered the holy grail of scaling. Because it is a technology that simultaneously offers three very, very important features. One is scalability. The second one is security. So we get to increase throughput significantly without sacrificing security. We'll full-blown leverage the security of Ethereum. And the third very important component or feature is EVM compatibility or equivalence, if you will. Uh, The third component actually makes uh, things incredibly easy for developers and users. Ethereum EVM is the standard uh, for web free programming, right? And uh, it's already a mature ecosystem. There are wallets like MetaMask, developer tools like Remix, Hardhat. Solidity is already a pretty mature language, and all of that. So there's this whole ecosystem that has been built around EVM. EVM, uh, One fantastic thing about it is that it's completely leveraging all these tools and this whole experience and uh, develop, both developers and users simply continue to use these networks in the same manner like they use Ethereum. So developers just simply take that their existing Solidity contracts, they can deploy them on zkVM using the same tools like Remix, like Hardhat. There are basically no differences for developers and for end users. End users simply connect their MetaMask, they submit transactions in the same manner like they would do on Ethereum. It's absolutely the same developer and, and user experience with a comparable level of security and with much lower fees and much higher scalability. So yeah, all in all, we're very, very excited and we believe this is a very important milestone. But very Jordi
1: cool. what, what would you add to that, Jordi? Yeah, to highlight to that, because this is very important. It's not so we are not man- so we are using exactly the same tooling. That means that we are not maintaining a parallel uh, version of hardhat to work in our system or a parallel version of uh, a metamask or a parallel version of solidity compiler is so we are using the solidity the ethereum solidity compiler uh we are using the hardhat we are using whatever tooling that uh, that you have and we are using that tool we are not maintaining any of those tools uh, those tools are maintained but by, by the third third parties okay and this is what what defines the EVM, you know it's like because we are uh executing the EVM, e E is ethereum virtual machine okay and this is the what's uh, the the ethereum so it's ethereum virtual machine okay and this is so we are being fully compatible with this uh with this bytecode and this is what allows to uh uh use any of these tooling so any of the systems of ethereum smart contract you don't need to compile again the smart contract you just take this smart contract and you deploy it there so it's like an extension of ethereum it's not a new thing it's extension of ethereum and this is i mean this simplicity because i remember that i can say the first time that i was doing a presentation about uh, the zkVM, i feel like but because i mean okay you just uh, you just connect to remix you just deploy some smart contracts everything I mean there was nothing new in there uh people know how to <laughs> deploy smart contracts so where do you see the difference but this this is the magic okay? and this is the cool thing of this uh of this project is that the users don't notice the difference on deploying uh on, on ethereum or in sdkbm except of course on the price and in the on the throughput okay? is Which, it accurate is, is
0: it accurate to say guys that Everything that is available on uh, the Polygon Proof of Stake Network, like all of the smart contracts, all of the apps, all of the things that you can do there, you can fairly easily or maybe like perfectly easily uh, port those over to or duplicate those on the Polygon ZK EVM. Is that, is that what we're talking about here?
1: Yeah, it's most of them. I hear there are, I mean, I need to be just to be very clear. Uh, there are some uh we have mainly we have some pre-compiled smart contracts that are not implemented yet. We are working on that and we are going to implement in the next version. We are talking about paintings or we are talking about uh Shadow 56 or some extended. So if your if your smart contract is not using this uh you can just uh copy them i mean just deploy here deploy there the same way that you are, you can deploy something in polygon pos or you can deploy that in mainnet or you can deploy that in worldly or in any other ethereum network you can deploy it in a uh, zkVM. here there is these exceptions of these pre-compiled smart contracts they are not used very much uh most of them so i would say most applications would should not have any problem but we are working on that and we hope that in a few months we can we can extend that so that every time we're going to be more
0: more, more compatible on that. So Jordy, can you guys underline this for me? So, um, or for listeners rather. So why would someone want to deploy on Polygon ZK EVM versus the Polygon proof of stake network? Why would an app want to be there? Why would a user want to be there? Is there a difference in terms of the underlying security guarantees? Can you highlight what that difference is and tell us about that Mahalo?
2: Yes, of course. So we have made this commitment a while ago that in Polygon, we will commit all our resources, all available resources to push the frontier of innovation and to ship uh, more reliable, more performant, and more secure technology. And we always have known that Polygon POS chain is not the end game, right? This is very dynamic industry, fast evolving industry. And ZKVM is the next Generation of scaling technology that is more advanced, more secure than Polygon POS chain itself, and that's the main motivation here. Uh, uh, why would someone want to want to migrate, for example, from Polygon POS chain to to zkVM? Someone might, uh, when it, we speak about mainnet, people would want to migrate from mainnet to zkVM because they are, there's higher throughput and there are lower fees without sacrificing security. So. Um, yeah, all in all, this is the next generation uh, tech and we're not stopping here. As Jordi said, this is a very monumental, very import, important milestones. But we, uh, milestone, but we have very, very exciting plans for the future as well. This is not the, still the end game, but it's a very, very important, very big milestone.
0: So end game technology, but we're not at the end game. We're just at kind of, you know, chapter one of it. Um, what happens to the Polygon proof of stake chain? So I think there's been some, you know, conversation on on Twitter, for instance, that hey, when you know Polygon zk EVM comes out, maybe the Polygon proof of stake chain kind of migrates to this technology. I don't know if that's how you see it. I know Polygon has always seen itself as a a, a set of technologies to scale Ethereum, whether it's using. You know, uh, you know, sidechain type technology or whether it's using ZK type technology in layer two. But um, I mean, obviously the Polygon uh proof of stake chain has uh you know reached tremendous success and is one of the highest, one of the most used chains in crypto. What what happens to it? What's the roadmap for the proof of stake chain?
2: Is it now legacy tech, Mahalo? Yeah, it's a great, great, very important question. I would say certainly, and be completely honest, I would say Polygon POS chain is a legacy tech. We always wanted it to be legacy tech. And we knew when we started, then I don't know, three or five years down the line, we have to be embarrassed by that technology. So to say, if you're not embarrassed, that means we haven't done our job well, right? This is, again, very dynamic industry. And we constantly want to push uh, this frontier of innovation and ship better technology. That being said, we are, uh, Polygon POS chain is not going away, it's not becoming irrelevant. There there is, I believe, strongly clear need for both networks in the market. So uh, there are certain trade-offs that I'm going to just Explain very, very briefly. Uh, DeFi applications might want to definitely deploy to ZKVM because ZKVM offers ironclad security. It's fully secured by Ethereum, submits, uh, since it's a rollup, it also submits user transactions to Ethereum, which get stored there to ensure data availability of these transactions. Uh, However, ZKVM is The throughput is limited by submitting because we're submitting these transactions to Ethereum, right? That's always going to be uh, the bottleneck. So, uh, and always going to increase the costs of transactions because you have to pay Ethereum gas to store this transaction data. So, uh, ZK rollups will always have a little bit more limited throughput and a little bit higher transaction fees. For DeFi applications, for example, that doesn't really matter. If you have a lending application for many of the applications, if, for example, a lending market, you take a loan and then you repay a loan six months down the line, right? So for you, security is the priority. They are, there's a lot of economic value here in these applications. So I will say ZKVM is the right choice for me. It's highest possible level of security. Uh, and uh, I don't mind that transactions are a little bit more expensive. When you have something on the other side of the spectrum, like Polygon POS Chain, where you have, for example, web-free games with in-game assets, which are on-chain, and they are not really uh, highly valuable, but these games have a lot of users and frequent transactions, they might say POS Chain is still a very good uh, choice for us because it offers much higher throughput, much lower fees, and that's perfectly fine for some of these use cases. So I believe these two uh, sets of uh, trade-offs and features for these two networks will remain relevant for different types of uh, applications. That's how we see it. And just basically because we can maybe just throw a little bit of alpha there because you're always inviting us and you're always uh, following yeah what oh yeah know.
0: yeah yeah if you have alpha you please have alpha. please if do share.
2: We, we are we are experimenting we cannot confirm or commit to anything formally yet but we are experimenting how we can leverage zk technology given now that jordi's team has shipped zk we're exploring how we can potentially leverage zk technology on the PoS chain itself uh which will give it uh, uh like renewed even uh, um uh more obvious relevance moving forward but we cannot share anything officially yet but we are actively exploring that as well
0: it's very cool okay so just to to go on what you said we have let's say um maybe if you could give some order of magnitude estimates I understand like these are just estimates but like let's say transferring uh ETH on mainnet cost a dollar and um in a in a kind of a a layer two roll up like an optimistic roll up maybe it costs five cents or ten cents five to ten something like this okay um and then if we go to Polygon Proof of Stake Chain, that's going to cost like far less than a fra- like a fraction of a fraction of a penny, right? So very, very inexpensive. What are we looking at for uh, ZK e- Polygon ZK EVM? Is that going to still be in kind of like the layer two optimistic rollup range as far as cost per transaction, or is it going to even deliver an order of magnitude of of lower cost um, versus that? Um, I don't know if any of you guys have estimates on on kind of the numbers here but this is how users view it they're like okay it's going to cost me you know a dollar on mainnet 10 cents on a layer two how much is it going to cost me on polygon zk evm
1: currently currently we are about the same that other roll I mean, it's like one tenth of the cost of the Ethereum. I mean, depending on the transactions, because you know, for example, that availability, we need to pay the, the full the full price. Okay, depends on the transaction, but it's gonna be around one one tenth, uh, one fifth, something between that. So it's one order of magnitude uh, at the beginning. Uh, we are we have plans uh, to to improve the technology, and with the current technology, without doing anything, we can. Uh, increase one order one one order of magnitude just by compressing transactions, and uh, when uh, EIP four eight four four happens to Ethereum, we, this would be at least another order of magnitude. So here is like we have like three levels, and of course sharding like probably another one. Okay, so that's that's the the. But we we, we see that uh, at the level. So if we see how Ethereum it is, we can scale easily two three orders of magnitude for sure in the coming, in the coming years.
0: Jordi, another question I think are in people's minds is, um, we have some experience with layer twos now, right? For the last 18 months or so, I think Arbitrum was the first uh, layer two that um, th- that deployed. Um, it's an optimistic rollup, which is different than a ZK rollup. Optimistic mm-hmm. rollup versus ZK rollup. What you guys are, are providing is a, a ZK rollup, a ZK EVM fully programmable what are the benefits? How, like, can you discuss kind of the the offs or the benefits? Um, why is a zk in what ways is a zk EVM better than an optimistic rollup? If that's even the right question to ask.
1: The, the, the big difference here is the 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 withdrawal the withdrawal time the withdrawal time in in in, in an optimistic rollup you need to wait one week two weeks or three weeks uh, just to to for this challenging game to happen, and in uh, in the, in, in the, in the Z case, this can go maybe, I don't know, can go maybe to five minutes or just even a few seconds. Okay. So you can, 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 can be very, very, very fast. This is, I mean, you may think that this is, okay, if you are there, it's why you need to live there. Okay. And you can think, but there is one thing that's interesting and is the, 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 the the interconnection when you want to composability between these these different networks. So that what means when you have composability between the different networks is that you need to uh maybe just have different networks and 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 and, and transfer phones from here to there and from there to here and, and, and just work in, in different days. That means that you're leaving the, the, the layer two and going to another layer two. So in uh, ZK rollup this this you can do that really fast. And and you can transfer and you can connect a lot of networks easily. In a this is not optimistic. way. It's, it's, it's you cannot do that. I mean, you need to buy these challenging games, and, and the things get much more complex when you want to uh, to play that. This is some one of one of the advantages. The other is of course the cost of capital. I mean, uh, there is this game, and and uh, the security is based on the quantity of capital that the, the mystery labs have in there this well this has its cost of course in the in the prover we have the the proving the proving cost but this is getting really low right now so it's like it's becoming very insignificant so uh, for the rest they are very very much equivalent at the end they are roll-ups and and things there is for example there is another thing is in the compression in the compression with the zero knowledge you can we can we can we can compress much more that in an optimistic roll-up so even the prices are going to go lower uh on the future so the future of course zk roll-ups they are coming later because you know the, the zk te- developing this zk technology takes its time and, and and needs to work but at the moment that where we are that we somehow we solve this technology when i'm saying solve i mean there is a lot of challenges pending yeah? but it's like but we have to prove it now I would say that uh optimistic roll-ups for me makes no much sense. Uh because at the end it's the same, but you have this proof that you don't need to wait, too weak. So it's it's and, and that's the that's the thing that this allows you to do many, much, many more, many more things. And th- this is I why
0: just- this is why advocates of zk EVM have kind of pointed to these two advantages. So I'll just kind of uh, summarize and, and, and highlight like advantage one of a of a zk zk technology is you can dial it and optimize it uh, far larger. So even though you're set, you're you're starting with this like you know it's it's five times cheaper, ten times cheaper than Ethereum mainnet. Um, You're saying you can push the technology and push the compression, push the cryptography to get transactions from like five cents to like fractions of a penny. And you have more leeway to do that, that compression than on an optimistic rollup. And and the second piece I think is important because, you know, people could see this in in at least the US banking system, which, you know, as you know, sucks, hence the name bankless. Uh, Settlement times. If I want to wire money from one bank to another internationally, it could take three to five days. Like there's a settlement time attached to that. Um, a similar settlement time actually happens with an optimistic rollup, because rather than having it settle in kind of like the Fed now or whatever master central bank uh, settlement engine underlies all of the banking systems, you kind of have to settle this on Ethereum mainnet, right? Uh, optimistic rollups, that takes days right now because there's the fraud proof, there's this uh, you know crypto e- economic mechanism. With ZK, ZK technology, you're able to just take the shortcut and you can settle on mainnet in um you know minutes and then that becomes very important when we talk about chain to chain layer 2 to layer 2 types of of interactions and so that's kind of the the network benefit that uh, we're also excited about with zk EVMs. The other thing I'm 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 kind of excited about is you guys are launching. Of course, you know Polygon's not a new chain, so you you it's well it's well known. Polygon is well known for its business development, and I'm just reading a, a list of things that you guys are launching with uh, Phantom, Trust Wallet, D Bank, Rainbow Wallet Connect, Zerion. These are some of the the, the partners uh, that you're launching with, uh, which is also very exciting. Mahalo. Maybe you could speak to kind of the the ecosystem that Polygon has fostered in general, and how much of that will how much of that business development uh, that um, Polygon is so credited for will kind of bleed over and um, get leveraged by this new Polygon zk EVM.
2: Yeah, that's a great question. Absolutely. Uh, um, what we see f- uh, first. We'll see, we're already seeing a huge level of organic in interest for ZKVM. ZKVM is really the, the bleeding edge technology. I think in general, there is consensus about that in the industry. So first of all, we're really seeing high, high level of interest. People want to use this bleeding edge, the most advanced technology that we have in the industry now. That's number one. Number two, Polygon Labs, as you as you rightly said, is doing I, I believe great job in onboarding uh, web two uh, companies, big enterprises, traditional companies from all industries to to web three, and I believe Polygon Labs will continue to do that as well, especially now when we have even more advanced uh, technology. The third thing that is important to to mention here is that these. Two networks, especially because of these benefits that Jordi mentioned, of how uh, um, convenient to, to, is to interconnect these ZK secure chains. We believe very soon you will be able to observe polygon POS chain community and ZKVM community and ecosystem as one single inter, very, very interconnected ecosystem, practically like a single uh, uh ecosystem. And that is very, very important. Uh one Specific to to say specifically what I'm talking about is uh, we have something that we call internal LXLY bridge, which is a bridge that enables seamlessly uh, seamless message uh, exchange between two zk secure networks. And assuming we're able to leverage zk security for Polygon POS chain with LXLY bridge, these two networks practically become one network when it comes to moving assets, information, any sort of arbitrary messages, tokens, etc. Is that so the idea, the,
0: Mahalo, of a layer three that people have talked about? Or is that sort of a, something different?
2: What is great mm. about this what? LXLI bridge implementation, and Jordi maybe can chime a little bit more, because it, it transforms all these ZK secure chains into a, a mesh. It, there is no mm. anymore mm. layer two, layer three, layer four, layer 16. This bridge enables seamless... A connectivity between any networks that participate, any two networks that participate within. Uh, this this ecosystem. So you can transfer from layer two to layer sixteen then back to layer <laughs> one on Ethereum or it doesn't really matter anymore. It's like it's very is very it basically, cool. basically modeling Mahalo... layer one
0: like so Ethereum would be a layer one and then r- rather than layer two, three, four, five, and six, layer two is just this mesh of all sorts mm-hmm. of, of other all... layers and it's all kind it's of all... economically secured in the same way. It's, so it's all it's a it's mesh economy. of layer two basically. Exactly. exactly. And
2: that's what we need. Ideally, I think we cannot achieve mass adoption if these chains live in some sort of isolation. We need all this mesh of networks to become a single homogeneous execution layer, right? That can uh, support massive adoption.
0: Well, that is how the internet works. Uh, so uh, mesh networks are uh, pretty important. Jordi, what would you add to that?
2: I mean, for me, it's funny, uh,
1: people talking about layer three when we don't even have a layer two. <laughs> so it's, uh, so let's, let's build first, Let, let's build first the layer two. I think that with the ZK technology, uh, uh, you don't need, uh, with a good ZK technology, you don't need that much the layer three. And uh, you can, I mean, this is what we're talking about. We can build all these mesh of networks and all of that, uh, connecting one each other. Of course, you can always build layer threes and talk, but it's for me, it's like, Okay, and layer f- 15, I, I mean, it's like, let's build a layer two, layer two, uh, let's put some of these networks, let's connect these networks together, let's see how we transfer one each other, and let's learn how all these things will uh, will work, and, and then we think about layer three, uh, but it's... Uh, for me, it's from the technical perspective it's okay. It's like, because layer twos are not good enough because maybe the proof is too expensive or maybe because you have these uh, uh, delay times that it makes. And let's build a layer three so that we can bypass these limitations of the layer two and so on. But uh, we have a very good layer two. <laughs> okay, so we have a, an extremely good layer two. So let's see what we can get. I mean, I don't want to discard uh, uh, layer three because it's perfectly possible. But I think that the industry should focus in layer twos.
0: Well, whatever the marketing folks decide to end up calling these things from a buzzword and narrative <laughs> perspective, right? The, the vision we're talking about is a layer two net mesh network that is secured by Ethereum, which is super exciting. Guys, we have a few more things to cover. Uh, including how this ZK EVM is different from some of the others that have come to market and are coming to market recently, and also the risks. We said we would get back to that. So, if you bridge, what are the risks? We need to conclude by talking about the Matic token, of course. But before we have all of those conversations, we want to thank the sponsors that made this episode possible. All right, we're back. How is the Polygon ZK EVM different? Than some of the other zk EVMs that are coming to market recently. Mahalo, what's the uh, the competitive advantage here? What is the uh, the secret edge, or how have you approached this problem in the way that that other solutions haven't?
2: Mm, yeah, first of all, I just want to say that we are very excited that we see multiple zk EVM uh, projects in the in the ecosystem. That's very useful for everyone, primarily for Ethereum. And we are, again, we're very excited to see that. We're also very excited, and we strongly believe that Jordi's team have has found. A very good balance between uh, this EVM equivalence and what it exactly uh, uh, what do we mean by it, and practicalities of the network. So there are different approaches here that maybe even Jordi can cover or I can cover. But the point being is that we were able, I, I think, to strike the great balance where we're fully really compatible with Ethereum, all the tools are working both developer tools and end user tools, as we said. Uh, Solidity works out of the box. There are zero, basically, there's zero impact on developer and user experience. And at the same time, we delivered something. It's not like we're one year far. It's not like it's impractical. It's not like you need a data center. You're just creating proofs today uh, uh, on a commodity uh, cloud instances, right? So I think it's more about the balance that we were able to strike and then some great engineering and cryptography breakthroughs that, that our team has built, uh, has, uh, has achieved uh, uh, on, this, on this path. And it has been really incredibly exciting being part of the process and observing the great energy and all these breakthroughs and, and everything. And I think when you just look at the facts, Polygon ZKVM is the only one that is now on the mainnet with real world assets full-featured, apart from pairings, as Jordi said. Uh, um, it's uh, The code is fully open source, uh, uh, fully visible, Prover is running, every transaction is being proven and verified on Ethereum layer one. So basically, uh, multiple audits, both internal and external of all the components of the ZKVM, including the Prover, including circuits. So I would say all these important checkboxes that you would expect for a full-blown mainnet, uh, Polygon zKVm is uh, is uh ticking them. so uh, uh yeah, I think that's just as uh, the state of the matter at, at the moment. but I can leave to Jordi maybe if he wants to add. Some more yeah, Jordy, Ger- Ger- yeah.
0: I'm curious what do you make of this the some people have called this the ZK EVM wars that 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 are going to to come. Of course, you know um, the the benefit is of these wars is decentralization and ethereum, certainly. We all kind of benefit from this. But what do you make of this? Where, what is the polygon uh, competitive advantage here?
1: yeah we're climbing a mountain i mean when you are cleaning a mountain and, and it's uh, the community that's cleaning a mountain of course somebody is, there is people in the community that maybe or are probably in the marketing side and they want to fight but at the end we are yeah. cleaning the mountain <laughs> together i mean it's like we all want we want we all want that this technology uh becomes available to the society so oh it's uh talking about competition here is i mean there are different projects and when you when there is a challenge like that uh, uh even from the engineering perspective uh, there is different ways to approach the, the 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 problem and uh they are not uh Good or bad uh, a priori. You you, you start uh, with something. You see ideas. You imagine how the system is, and then you just go one way. And other engineers are going to do a different way. And even the starting points are not the same. I mean, so sometimes when we started the project, for example, we, we we had some technology. We had some technology available. Okay, other projects maybe started before. Or they started after, uh, later. and they didn't. Maybe they started without a, a given technology or. They are starting later, and they have a technology that 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 was not available when we were starting. So even the starting points were not the same. Okay, and we are very in the beginning. So all the projects are trying to do their best to 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 try to 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 solve to solve this problem in in different matters. So for me, it's pure respect to all the systems. But said that is, I mean, there is a lot of difference. A lot. It's not one. It's just different approach, different ways, different teams doing a different thing. What I would recommend, and here is maybe for the technical people, you know, if you are just if you don't care about the technical, but what I would recommend to the technical people is just, just for example, go to the source code and, and try to deploy, uh, uh, just try to deploy your work. Just go to Gorly or, or or Polygon POS or that's cheap. I mean, well, I think it's even cheaper than Gorly. <laughs> I don't know that, but it's like the thing. But it's uh uh I mean just go to a network, just try to I mean, get the get the prover, get the no, get the synchronizer, get the database, and uh just go to all the different pieces. Uh they're available there. You can compile there, there, you can see there, you, you can see how they work. And 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 the good cool thing is that it's it, you can use that, and at least in our side, our spirit is is to 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 give as much as we can to the to the community. So we to take as much as we can and to give as much as we can, and this is the spirit that we have. and And the cool thing is that doing that, uh, if we do that between different projects, we can learn a lot. I'm sure. I mean, I'm sure that there are things that other projects are, are doing better than us, and we can learn. And I'm sure that we are doing things that are better than others, and they can learn. And if we get in this spirit of collaboration, uh, the, the full system will go much, 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 much faster. Okay. Here we have a good example, for example, internal in polygon. In polygon, we have like we have three teams uh, working like separately in three different projects. Okay. But we have been collaborating a lot between these projects. And this collaboration, I would say that the, the, this, so the result of this collaboration is that we could go much faster. The fact that, for example, we are using the, the, the proving system of uh, uh, Polygon Zero, or we are using the Starks the same way that um, Polygon Maiden is using, we are sharing the technology, we are sharing the, the things, we are sharing the technology without barriers, without any competition, it's just... OK, I, I explain you everything I know about this and you explain everything about know about that. And this collaboration, I think, is the key of the succeed of the success of this project, of the Polygon. We should be able to export this model to the fuel community. Because and, and I personally believe that um, if we work together and if we work together means just working together, in, in sharing the, 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 the knowledge with each other, not competing, but sharing. That's the, the way that we can go faster.
0: I agree with that. Uh, it's, it's, you know, cr- crypto likes to be so tribal at times, but ultimately guys, it's, um, uh, this for bankless listeners, it's, it's us against the banks. It's decentralization versus centralization and the benchmark on when, whether we're successful or not is how long we have protected decentralized assets and how much has entered the system, right? It's kind of the Lindy effect of like time and also value that we have unlocked in the decentralized ecosystem. And, and kind of that brings me to uh, the risks, which we talked about earlier. Okay, so security is top of mind, and this is the benchmark ultimately for success for all ZK EVMs. And I know Mahalo said this is bleeding edge tech. No one's done, like people haven't done this before. This is a first, all right? And there's some really uh, like moon math, Magic stuff that I'm not sure many people on the planet fully comprehend uh, on how work like how it how it all works underneath uh like in the engine here and so my question to you is like what are the risks um, is there the risk for instance that there is a hack that all assets transferred kind of go to zero, like, is that a real risk right now? And what is Polygon ZK Evm doing to, to mitigate those things?
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, yeah. So here is, uh, let's see, first of all, re zero is not. But it's not about, this is not even about Polygon. I mean, you it's, see, it's, it's, it's on any system in, in the world. Okay. So what you are trying to do and what we are trying to do and i think what we what all the projects are trying to do is and these serious projects is uh, spend invest as much as we can in security that means just audits internal audits bug bounties uh code reviews between peers i mean that's whatever it's whatever uh, formal you know testing formal it's, so whatever we can and whatever is in our hands uh uh we put there okay but we need to understand also that the security. So, if you don't take a risk, certain risk at, at, at a given point, the security is not going to evolve. Security is also get get evolves when when you assume some risk. So here, measuring measuring how much risk you want to assume, and uh, so what are these probabilities? Uh, these risk you want to assume in order to grow. This is a little. This is this is this is probably the one of the most difficult things in 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 the space okay because it's measuring this low risk is 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 difficult in our case i can explain you i can explain you the 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 risk so how we are think about risk okay Okay. so here in 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 the zkbm we distinguish between four kind of risks. What we call smart contracts risk what we call uh, uh correctness risk what we call soundness risk and what we call uh, uh stop prover, you know, the prover stops okay smart contracts is like any other smart contract it's a smart contract and the smart contract can have bugs okay and the cool thing here is that the 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 community you know after the launch of ethereum uh well still some bugs but uh, <laughs> We have a lot of knowledge, and and we, there is a lot of auditing companies. There are a lot of procedures, and it's I mean uh, it has been audited two times, checked uh, with the right code, and the probability I would say that's relatively low. But again, if there is something wrong in the smart contract, things can go bad. But like any other, like any other smart contract, is not no, no difference here that any other smart contracts. Okay. The other thing is the completeness. This is probably the most critical part. The completeness means that you are proving something that goes to a wrong state. Okay, uh, but you, but this is a determinant, Is that is is right from so you are you you are. This is in general is that imagine that you put a transaction and this transaction, the result of this state because how you program the state, goes that you have more money. Okay, that would be really bad. Okay, for this I'm. Again, zero risk doesn't exist, but I hear I'm quite confident on these, on uh, these, on this, uh, on this uh, mainly, big, and this is thank you very much to uh, Ethereum and to the Ethereum test suite. We, we not, not only did the full audit, the full audits, but we are also passing all the uh, Ethereum tests of the, of the Ethereum test suite. So, If we are passing, I mean, we can guarantee that we are passing this Ethereum seed, so it should be even, it could be something really weird uh, for this uh, to happen there. Okay, so all the things together, this give us quite uh, confidentiality. Here for this risk, we are also at least at the beginning, we want to disable that at some point. But in this uh, this beginning training, weeks here we are running, we want to run a kill switch. OK, uh, well, I mean, what uh, multi see with many people kill switch, we should remove that at some point. But if we see some we are checking some, um, you know, some balances and we see some if we have some 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 checks that if we see something that goes wrong, we can kill switch the network Okay, on on this side. But again, this is I see here are, are, a relatively low probability. Okay, uh, the others are soundness. Soundness is probably the most uh, is the most tricky one because it's the, I mean, it's not that you are doing the things okay. it's that you are checking that all the things are okay, and it's very difficult. It's very easy to forget some of the checks. Okay, and and soundness mistake in the provers is relatively easy to to do it and here we don't have so the community has not much experience here to auditing and to checking to check here here we did a huge effort again with uh audits and, and and reviews and we correct a lot of these soundness uh errors okay but here the 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 the, the cool thing is that in you know in the system the idea is that um if a soundness error is detected by the smart contract, and that means that if there are two proofs, so if there are two proofs that uh, if there are two proofs that with in with the, that coming from the same state and with the same transactions, they go to two different states, and you're able to prove uh, two things. This is a soundness error, and what we do is we just shut down, we just call the network and, and and go. We go we go centralized. We shut down the network and then an update should be done. Okay, and the other protection is that at the beginning we are going to be the only prover that's running the system unless we stop doing the proof. So there is a mechanism that if in five days we are not generating a proofs, so anybody will be able to generate the proof. But if we are running the proof and we are not going to prove something wrong. Okay. So this is the other mechanism. So that's why soundness even being more probable uh, to happen in some soundness mistakes, which is not good because I mean, that would mean that it's a, a system is centralized, but the risk is that the system is centralized, not that the user will lose money. I mean, I the system is centralized, we will fix
0: it. I get it, Jordy, And the, the, there are fallbacks for some of these cases, uh, of course. And okay. I think you've done a great job outlining kind of the risks of, of not just, um, not just, uh, the Polygon ZK EVM, but all EVM technology. And to some extent, uh, all layer twos. Well, one thing I'll say to you listeners is I remember there was a time when people said a programmable blockchain would never work. Okay, because it would have bugs, smart contracts would never work. And then what happened? There was a DAO event, there was a re-entrancy type bug, and everyone was saying, ha ha, you're like, we were right. Uh, smart contract blockchains, programmable blockchains will never work. And now look at us. Okay, they do work. We've got strong Lindy effects. The issues, um, have been dealt with and we get stronger and stronger over time. I expect a similar trajectory. Not that there won't be bumps in the road. There could be bumps in the road. But we're talking about the long game here. And uh, look, cryptography programmable blockchains can scale. We've already seen that proven. Guys, we got to be quick on the last question here. But I want to know about the MATIC token. How is MATIC involved in uh, the Polygon ZK EVM? What's its role? Do you pay gas fees in MATIC? Um, what's the relationship between Matic and Ethereum and something like Polygon, ZK, EVM?
2: Yeah, so so a great question and great to close the, the, the interview with that. So first of all, when it comes to guest fees, we're using Ether uh, for guest fees. That's what com- community prefers. It makes user experience even better. And we're uh, using Ether as the guest fee token in ZK, EVM itself. That being said, uh, Polygon's native token, Matic, will have a critical role in the whole Polygon ecosystem that we're establishing right now. So currently we're starting with a centralized sequencer. This delivering zkVM itself was the grand goal. We just wanted to prove that it's possible and we're starting with a centralized sequencer and prover like all other uh, uh, rollups in the Ethereum ecosystem. This uh, uh, network needs to be decentralized and Matic token will play a critical role in that decentralization of the network as well as in tying the whole Polygon ecosystem. We already touched up in this interview on this multitude of chains, right? We even have this concept of dedicated chains, which are supernets, Polygon POS chain, uh, ZKVM. All these networks will coexist in a very interconnected way, and Matic will play, play a critical role in facilitating and securing that whole ecosystem. We will be sharing, I believe, very exciting news in the next couple of months, Uh, and our views and proposals, how everything will fit together, because that's what community is now wondering. One question you already mentioned, how Polygon POS chain is relevant now after ZKVM, what about supernets? How these all components that you're working on, how they all come together? And the token itself will play a critical role in our uh, mind uh, in connecting all these things together. And we're very excited to, to share with you and with the community in the following months, everything that's been happening uh, behind the scenes, kind of.
0: Well, we will stay tuned for that. Guys, I just want to say congrats on the launch. This is a huge milestone, big accomplishment. Um, cheering you on. I mean, as advocates for decentralization and bankless money systems, this technology is pivotal in our ability to scale it. So well done on the launch. Fantastic news. Uh, very exciting. Can we end with this then before I let you go? What can listeners do to get started on Polygon ZK EVM? Is there a website they should go to? Um, how, do, how do I bridge across from Ethereum to the ZK EVM if I feel so inclined?
2: I'm just
1: looking for the link, but there is, you just go to the bridge. I probably, uh, if you go to just one moment, that how about this, here. uh, Jordi, yeah, we let's... will
0: make sure to include it in the show notes for sure. Okay. I know uh, you're busy building and doing other things, but we'll have but it in the so, show notes for you bankless listeners. Yeah,
1: just go. And I probably, so just go to the bridge.zkvm slash rpc.com slash login and, uh, uh there you can start the bridge and just and connect the metal your metamask and you are there let go to remix deploy your smart contracts just uh do some transfers and i mean just work as a normal as a normal network and it's really easy i mean yeah.
0: new new bankless frontiers opening up for you uh as we speak this is now available Jordi mahalo thank you so much for coming on bankless and telling us
2: more about it thanks so much ryan always a pleasure Got to end with this, of course.
0: None of this has been financial advice. Uh, ETH is risky. So is ZK technology. All of DeFi is, really. You could lose what you put in, but we are headed west. This is the frontier. It's not for everyone, but we're glad you're with us on the bankless journey. Thanks a lot.